to the Unleashed podcast where we believe that life is better when it's lived from purpose. We are in part two of our episode of Coming In Hot and we are just so excited to come in hot and we're gonna start with a not so fumble moment today. Not so fumble, a not so fumble moment. A not so fumble moment. <laughs> this is different because usually we do fumble moments. Yeah, we're not degrading ourselves for one. So <laughs> let's, let's hype ourselves up for just one second. <laughs> so we... For once, we actually may have gotten something right (laughs) in our leadership. So uh, not so fumble moment when it comes to conflict coming in hot is uh, recently uh, there was something I needed to discuss with you Mm -hmm. and uh, man, I didn't wait. You didn't. We just... I just, we were having a meeting and then I said, hey, can we have a tough discussion real quick? Yeah, you told me to shut the door and I was like, (laughs) all righty. I was like, this is changing the tone of where we're going. But yeah, we, you had it pretty quickly. And do you want to, do you want to tell me about it or do you want me to talk about it? I want you to talk about it from, from your side of things. From my perspective? Yeah. Okay. So there um, was a moment where you were in a, debriefing after service planning, mm-hmm. uh, or not after service, after a service happened. And um, in those sessions, there's a lot of voices that are telling you kind of what went well, what do we need to change? And so I came in and I told someone else like, hey, if it comes up, let them know that this is my opinion. Because in that moment, I thought I was being helpful by not adding to the voice and not adding to the mob. Um, and it's not, mob has a negative connotation, but it's like, it's just a lot of voices all yep. at once. And um, then you had a different interpretation of that moment where where I thought I was doing a service for you by speaking through someone else. You saw it as a disservice. I did. And I think it was pretty direct in our meeting. I just yeah. said, anytime people, anytime I get secondhand information about opinions, I immediately discount them. Mm-hmm. Because if if you didn't give it to me firsthand, you obviously weren't passionate enough about it to come and just tell me the first time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, you know, I shared that with you, like your opinion matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, your voice matters. Uh, you care enough about this place and what happens here that if you've got something you want to share, like I want to hear it from you because I care about what you think. Yeah, it was a good conversation because I thought I did care about it to say it. Like uh-huh. if I didn't care, I would have just gone and like been up all night thinking about it. But I was like, oh, I did. But I think um, you had to be open and transparent with me in that moment because you said when you do that, it seems like you are scared of me. Exactly. And I had to be open and transparent and laugh at that thought and say, I'm not scared of you, but I thought I was being helpful. So it was a quick resolution. I quickly understood where you're coming from. And I think you heard my side to it where it wasn't malicious, but it was like, this was my experience. And so- yeah, because there. there was there was probably some tension of why why is she afraid of me? Mm-hmm. Like, not sure if she's being malicious or I mean I don't ever think that's your intent, but it's like all these questions surrounding. It. It's like let's just get this over with. Yeah, and yeah. I think we it was a short meeting. Yeah, <laughs> the door was open within minutes afterwards. So. But I feel like we've walked away with a better understanding. Yeah, 
No, so, I think that's exactly right. So we should really just high. I don't know if we have a high five like sound clap. <laughs> <You can> just, <laughs> I don't know if there's a button we can press where you can give us an applause. Like right now would be the time to do that, but we crushed it. We did. We did. We need the like air ho- air horn like sounds and stuff. But do we have another real fumble moment or just a not so fumble moment? Um, maybe we could save the the actual fumble moment, which I think could maybe be our team for the end. Let's do it. You, we'll just be a little honest, open, and transparent about that. That's uh, but just to recap from last real quick last episode uh, we said that conflict is the true innovation for better outcomes and so conflict is necessary for growth in the organization and so on our team uh, we actually have a trust code uh, if you haven't uh, gone through that book uh, with Patrick Lincioni uh, did I say that correctly I would say Patrick Lincioni but <laughs> <laughs> however you want to say uh, he teaches you how to build a trust code with your team so we have a trust code of five different ways we feel conflict needs to happen, but number one on the list and probably the one that everybody remembers is come in hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not heated, <laughs> overbearing, or uh, or what's tumultuous. my- Tumultuous. <laughs> but uh, honest, open, and transparent. That's good. Honest, open, and transparent. So- Yeah, what are they stand for? Tell us a little. Well, you just told us what they stood for. (laughs) But what does that look like in action? Yeah, let's talk about honesty for a minute. I'm going to talk about some of my pet peeves. um, And hopefully this will coach you to be honest with uh, leaders, people, direct reports, people that you have in your life. Uh, Honesty, first one is this. Uh, One of the things that always bugs me is when somebody says two things. Can I be honest? Or let me be honest. Mm. All right, let's start with the first one. Can I just be honest in this moment, mm. moment Molly? Mm. Like what I'm saying in, in this moment, what you indicate to me. Now, this is my opinion. This is not fact. But what you're indicating to me in that moment is one, you haven't been honest with me up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> and two, uh, we don't have a healthy worth, working relationship. Mm. If you have to preface the conversation with, can I be honest with you? It means that we we are not at a level where you can just tell me what you think, mm. which isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the other one that often people say is, "Let me be honest," mm-hmm. and and where that becomes a problem is you use that as a license, or people will use that as a license to hurt other people's feelings. It's, it's almost like, "Hey, let me be honest in this moment. You really sucked when." <laughs> And, and then it's just mm-hmm. an all-out attack. Like last yeah. week we talked about, or last episode we talked about the difference between fighting and conflict. Yeah. Uh, people who fight use the language, let me be honest, and then they just, it's an all-out attack. Yeah. And, and I don't think that's healthy for anybody. Uh, it's not a license for you to say whatever you desire. Yeah. Um, and so, so really when we are being honest, uh, we have to get to this moment where I feel like I didn't, when we had a conversation, I didn't have to, hey, can I be honest with you? What I said was, hey, let's have a difficult, di- difficult conversation. Like we just dive right in. We didn't have to preface it because we have a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. right? And I was on alert, but I wasn't panicking, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I would hope that if it was a big enough problem that uh, I would have some indication about it before that conversation yeah. and stuff. And so I knew that it was going to be something that wasn't a huge big fat hairy deal like right. and so i was more like oh okay we're like we're going to have a serious conversation so you feel a little bit of that more alertness but i wasn't panicking yeah so yeah and i i think let's talk about when we talk about being honest let's talk about how we can be honest 
without hurting people's feelings. Yeah. Right. And so uh, one of the things that I, I have learned in my life, I'm not always good at it, but I, I've done it at times and it's worked well, is uh, you have to make sure that you're affirming the person that you're talking to. So part of being honest is uh, let's actually talk about the areas as we go into this conflict, because conflict is really about, uh, it's about making them better. It's about empowering them to get the outcomes that we need. And so part of it is, hey, let me affirm you in this area. And it's not fake. It's not inauthentic. It's not, let me make this up so then I can just sucker punch you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. It's this moment of, here's actually what I see in you. And, and these are the, the, the tangibles and the, and the value that you're currently bringing. This is good. You're crushing it here. So we affirm them. And, and then we, let me say it how I wrote it in my notes. Uh, affirm the person you are confronting, but never disqualify that affirmation with a qualifier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we don't say, Molly, you are really good at this, but, <laughs> yeah. but like so often we follow up the affirmation with a but and you have completely disqualified You've completely disqualified the affirmation that you just gave them with mm-hmm. the butt. So it would look like something like, Molly, I really appreciate your heart for this organization. I feel like you want what's best for us. Mm-hmm. And then you'd go into, here's where I think we need to improve, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I feel like you said, quote, unquote, that in our meeting. <laughs> so I'm like, I feel like I'm having like flashbacks to that moment. So, <laughs> so you, you know, uh, honesty requires us to, to point out what we honor about them. I think honesty is honorable. Mm-hmm. Like we are honoring the person with our honesty. Um, but then honesty also comes back and deals with the thing that needs, needs the most, uh, it needs the most help. It needs the most work, but it's also the thing that that needs to be elevated to empower somebody then to get to the outcome you need. Yep. That's honesty for you. Any questions about honesty? No. Um, I want to know about being open. Being open, being open. Um, this is a hard one. Uh, but, but you have to admit when you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Part of being open is knowing that there's a possibility that in this conversation, I could be wrong on this. Yeah. So, um, there are many times when I'll tell people, yeah, you know, it's okay to be wrong, but at least I, I think I'm right. <laughs> you know, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. But you have to be, you have to admit that you're wrong. Um, and I think being open means that you have to be willing to drop your defenses, mm-hmm. right? Like in order to hear that you might be wrong or to hear other people's opinions or to hear other, other thoughts and input about this, you have to actually drop defenses. You have to drop your barriers. Um, because the moment you drop all your defenses and the barriers is actually the opportunity where you begin to grow. Mm. Yeah. You, you, you can't actually grow in the area that you need to if you're not open. I think um, back to when we had our staff advance with our team leads and our staff there and um, you were giving a message and you said in front of a hundred of our most important people uh, or just leaders in that space um, – that you took credit for where we fell short in 2023. And you said that you won't let that happen in 2024. And it made me emotional in that moment because I don't think I've ever seen a leader be so like open and honest to just own all of it. And I think 
it also made me emotional because it wasn't all yours to own, but you were really gracious enough to take all of it on. And so I think I had a lot of conflicting emotions when you did that and stuff, but I think it was just this overwhelming, like, I don't know, just, I'm probably gassing you up too much, but I'm just, I I just admired your humility in that um, because I, I, I'm not used to admitting when I'm the culprit of everything being wrong to that many people. Yeah, it was funny after that message you came up to me, you're like, it was good. I was like, I was like crying. I'm like, why were, <laughs> no tears. What, what was there to cry about? <laughs> it was the most random. And you like guessed all of these different things that I could have cried about. I was like, nope. It's when you said it was all your fault. Cause I was like, it wasn't all your fault. But um, it was just, it was, I think it was just moving for me to see as a leader that you did that. So that was cool. Well, and I think part of, as we talk about being open is, um, you know, every, every conflict that you have, it should be over the growth that you want to see. Um, like I, I, uh, the example I have here is like men are not often verbose or conversational in many ways, mm-hmm. especially in relationships. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think you often find that the ladies are often pushing, uh, for their, their, boyfriend or their husband to talk more, not because they necessarily have anything intelligent to say, but, but they understand that communication is actually necessary for the health and the growth. And so, um, yeah, I think, I think everybody understands that we're open because we want growth in that conversation. Yeah. So that's good. Last one is transparent. 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 (laughs) You gotta be transparent with people. And, um, I, I I truly believe that vulnerability wins people over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, let's talk about, can we just talk about weekend messages for just a second? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, everybody has gifts and skills. And I'm not the Andy Stanley that can get up there and, like, teach a message. <laughs> like, that's not my gifting, right? Um, but I think my gifting when it comes to this, to preaching is, is telling stories and uh, using moments of my life where I have to be vulnerable and tell people where I've screwed it up. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of people uh, will come up to me after messages and they'll say two things. You're not that big of a failure or you used to, they'll say stuff like that mm-hmm. or, but I really resonate with what you just said. Mm-hmm. And more than anything I get from people, it's always, I really appreciate that you're just so transparent yeah. and authentic about your struggles and what you're going through. And I resonate with that. Yeah. And I think that wins people over in conflict. Yeah. Like when you could admit, mm, you know, this is partly my fault too. Like that's what transparency really was what was happening in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is my fault. This is my mm-hmm. fault too. Like, I think that wins the hearts of people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think um, that makes total sense. And so with all of these, how does self-preservation affect conflict? Because I think that's usually where we see it take this unhealthy turn is when maybe you feel personally attacked or you interpret it as an attack. And so you go into self-preservation mode. Um. I can also not ask you this question. It's <laughs> a good question. I think, I think if you find yourself at a place where you are self-preserving within the, the conversation, uh, 
you are probably not at a healthy place. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I find myself defensive about something, uh, we had uh, our executive pastor and I were just talking. We were in a meeting the other night, and he's like, I thought you were going to speak up and say something about that. And, uh, and I was like, you know, I didn't. This was a moment for me to listen. I didn't want to come across as defensive. Did I have the answer? Absolutely. Mm. Are we doing this? Absolutely. But I didn't want to be defensive in the moment. And mm-hmm. I think the moment we feel ourselves defensive, we are trying to preserve ourselves. And in, in the end, uh, that doesn't lead to resolution or growth. Mm. That just leads to you feeling better about you. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so as a team, where do we still fail when it comes to conflict? Yeah, this is probably the thing. Um, so I don't know where you work or where you're watching from, uh, but we, we love to talk about what we're going through. And I think uh, as a team, uh, as a team, we have, we have not embraced conflict well. Mm-hmm. I think we have team members who do. Uh, I think we have solid relationships on our team who can do that. But I'm not sure collectively as a team, I'm talking about our staff, maybe even our hope teams, where we have embraced conflict. Um, I actually I actually want to see people argue about things. Mm-hmm. And some people are so conflict avoidant. No, 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 we don't want to argue. Because all of a sudden they feel like there's there's so much friction that it's going to be divisive. Mm. And I actually would love to see more conflict on our team. Mm. Because in the end, in the end, we're all fighting for the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're fighting for this mission. We're fighting for the values. We're fighting for our culture. And now I'm using the word fight because I want to win. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like in the end, what we're really doing is we're fighting for the thing that we want to win at. Yeah. And, and, and as long as we are missing that piece, uh, we'll just be subpar. That makes sense. So is that too much? That's too honest, open, and transparent. <laughs> no, you came in hot, but it was good. <laughs> it was all really so good. <laughs> for our team, at least for our team watching and wherever you're watching from, I would just say this. Don't be afraid of the conflict. It's the true innovation for better outcomes. Uh, don't be afraid of conflict. It, it's not bringing friction, but it's actually giving you the desired future we need. And I know for our team, we have a future that we want to get to, which means we're going to have to argue more Yeah. Nope. in healthy ways. <laughs> Let's do it. Cool. As, as someone who doesn't love conflict, let's do it. <laughs> I'll just say the my weary smile. But no, thank you so much for listening today. Make sure that you like and subscribe and share it with everyone in your sphere of influence. And we'll see you back here next episode.